Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 161. I'll be honest, I didn't want to record this episode, which is funny because it was my idea, but I found myself putting it off and off and off and off. I wanted to record everything else because it's so much easier to talk to you about marketing or body image even. But when we start to talk about criticism, it reminds us that we have critics. So while I can laugh at some of these now, I probably didn't when I first got them. You're fat. Unhealthy. Ew. Enough with the underwear pics. You're a smart girl. You have more important things to say. I'm unfollowing you. Did you know that your eyebrows are way darker than your hair? You should change that. I'm not trying to be mean, but what happened to your skin? How did you land such a good looking guy? What does he see in you? 10 emails in three days? Go F yourself. Way to F and annoy potential clients. F an idiot. You are way too aggressive. I am out. Now, you might think it's all rainbows and butterflies over here in Jenna Kutcherland, and it's true. We have the most supportive, loving, and all around amazing tribe. But I've also found where there is success, ugly things can creep in and try to attack too. I love to say more followers, more problems, and a lot of times we're fighting battles behind our screens that people never see. And so I want to dedicate this episode to the haters and to share how I handle criticism. Are you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. 
You guys, Skillshare is amazing, and I want to thank them for sponsoring this episode. Skillshare is offering you a limited time offer of two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash gold digger. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash gold digger to get two months of unlimited access of over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. That's crazy. You cannot miss out. Super thankful for our next sponsor, Weebly. Thank you to Weebly for supporting the Gold Digger podcast. Weebly is more than just a beautiful website builder. It's a powerful e-commerce platform with tools that turn shoppers into buyers and help grow a brand. Go to weebly.com slash gold digger to get 15% off your first purchase and start building a successful online business. All right. So I kind of shared some of the mean stuff that's been said about me, but to prove that I'm not invincible, I thought that I would read you some of the emails that have landed in my inbox. Now, to be entirely honest, these were hard to find because my team does a really good job protecting me from them. I'll tell you about that in just a little bit. But here are a few that we could dig up. And I'm thankful that we had to actually dig in order to find these because it's a testament of the great people that we have supporting us. Christine sent me an email saying, you are so disappointing. I know I'm in a funnel, but you don't even teach anything. Don't call it a training. It's completely misleading. Usually these scummy webinars will give you at least a few useful pointers. The Q&A is just all about your paid stuff. The free offer, if you listen to pretend to care till the end, is only available if you buy it. I just thought you were different. Draw people in with your keeping it real baloney. It's all fake. You are smoke and mirrors. This doesn't serve anybody. All you can offer can be found free elsewhere. Sure, you put an opt-in on your site. Who's going to go to your site to begin with? You have swindling down to a science. I give you credit for your pretty pictures and your sad little personal stories to suck people in, but I don't believe much of what you say. You are the epitome of a snake oil salesperson. Disgusting. I am not merely trolling you. I'm trying to wake your conscience up. I am actually surprised you can sleep at night. Christine. Mary M said to me in response to one of my weekly love letters, what a bunch of garbage and I am not a mac and cheese eating millennial and I don't try to advertise on Instagram and I never contacted you. I hope you go out and get a real job that you can be proud of one day. Actually, I don't care if you do or not. You will not succeed because you sent me that presumptive email, which demonstrates your lack of integrity and intelligence. Have a nice day, Jenna, with your cats. I laughed at that cats thing because I don't have cats, but very good. So as you can see, things aren't always rosy, especially in the online world. And this is just a preview of some of the things that land in our inbox. We've been called a lot of things. I've been targeted by certain groups of people, but I thought it was really important to just share some of this. I'm not even calling this vulnerable. I'm calling this real life because if you live a life and you put yourself out there, this stuff is going to come. It is going to come. It is not a question of if it will happen. It's a question of when. And nobody, nobody prepared me for it. Now, one of the things that I think I see so often nowadays is people desiring to grow this following, to get more eyes on them. But with more eyes comes more critics. And I have taken some big steps in the past year or two to protect myself, 
to honor my energy and to really stay in tuned with the heart that is beating in my chest, to not let things like these emails and these comments and these messages rule over my impact. I want to first read you the response I wrote to Mary, who said I am a bunch of garbage and told me to have fun with my cats. Here's what I said back to her. Hi, Mary. Jenna here with my dogs. I'm sure you didn't think I would respond. In fact, I normally don't, but sometimes people need to know that there is an actual human behind the screen. I do have a job I'm super proud of. You know what I do? I serve up content and I teach people. I document wedding days and I turn images into heirlooms and I most definitely treat people with kindness, with grace, and with respect. If you leave knowing one thing about me, let it be this. I believe in a little more kindness and a little less judgment. So Miss Mary McDonald, I will be praying for you because hurt people like to hurt people. And while I got a great laugh out of your message, my heart told me that maybe you, Mary, needed a reminder that good people still exist. I'm sure you thought and expected you'd get a rise out of me, but you probably didn't know that this would be the rise that I'm giving. I want to encourage you because I do believe that we rise in lifting others. Happy Saturday. Sincerely, Jenna. Mary ended up writing back. I didn't expect her to. And honestly, I didn't care if she wrote back or not. And here's what she said. She said, hi, Jenna. You are the most gracious person. And my apologies for my email earlier. I was rude for no reason and beg for your forgiveness. I'm glad that you responded. Let's get started again. It is nice to know that there are still people like you from Mary. Now, not all situations end like that. <laughs> I wish that they did because I really like writing those nice emails back, but sometimes they backfire and that's okay. I want to walk you through five different ways that I have learned to handle the criticism because I only wish that someone would have told me what I could expect as my audience grew, as my platform grew, as I learned to navigate this crazy world. You see, when I was starting out, I was just a photographer. I was this girl that lived in a village of 1,200 people far from her family and friends. I was passionate and alive. I was humble. I felt like a fraud. I didn't know what I was doing. And over the years, I've learned to share my heart. I've learned to put my story out there. And, and with that has come so many magnificent things, so many things that I didn't even dream were possible. From having this very podcast to being able to teach courses online to growing an email list to building a real online community, there are so many beautiful things that have happened. But nobody told me about this dark side of it all. I sometimes struggle when I talk about criticism because I'm a tough person. <laughs> I don't necessarily welcome criticism into my life, but I've learned how to deal with it in a healthy manner. I also have to tell you that it still hurts. It really hurts. I remember when I started this show, someone had left a review that wasn't so kind and it said how self-centered and young I was and how apparent it was. And the truth was, nobody taught me how to be a host of a podcast. What? Like, 
I was just stepping into this space and doing the best I could. But I took that critique and I changed the way I was doing things for the better. It didn't happen immediately because I was hurt. I was bruised. I thought, why don't I just quit? This is stupid. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. But I think that so often in life, we step into these roles where no one tells us what to expect and we're doing the best we can. And we all have to understand that people are just showing up. They're just showing up and they're trying. And it's totally changed the way that I have empathy for other people. And it has totally changed the way that I think about growing an audience. Because you guys, I don't want numbers. I want humans with beating hearts that understand that I am just doing the best I can. So let's dive on in to the five main ways that I protect myself and how I handle these critics. Because... I want for you to know that if you are going to go out and change the world like I know you are, you might have some people that don't like that. And so let's dive on into how we can handle that. Number one, put boundaries in place for your business. For me, I needed to create a system with my team to protect me from this crap. Okay. It was funny when we were digging things up because I was just coming off of a vacation. I was like, these are hilarious emails. Can you guys find more? But when they are coming in in real time and you are working on projects and you are putting yourself out there and you are doing big things and you see these emails, they change you. They change you. And so number one, I had to put boundaries in place and create a gatekeeper system. So when I started... And when I started, especially in this online space, the mentor that I had at the time told me, you need to have somebody that is a gatekeeper for you. And I didn't understand it because I didn't know what kind of criticism I would get. But I'm really thankful that she said that because when you are doing big things, you get this crap. So I do not check emails until my team has gone through them. Legitimately, I I don't like to look at anything. And and let me preface this by saying that these emails are one in a thousand, one in 10,000. I mean, they are so infrequent, which is such a blessing. But I don't want to see them because they put these thoughts in my mind. They control the narrative in my head. And so even when I find these messages and read them, it's still hard because I take things personally, but they've been dealt with and deleted so fast from my inbox. I think that's why we couldn't find any. And I want my team to protect my heart and my energy. One of my dear friends, she launches courses and she was just saying how if she would get any negativity, it would just paralyze her. And I was like, you need to create a system so that you don't see that stuff. You don't see comments on the webinar. You aren't reading DMs in your inbox, whatever that looks like. You have to create a system in spaces that you need to protect your heart and your mind, whether that's even having a family member just going through and combing it. I know that this was so important for me. And if there's a project that you're about to launch that you're scared of, hire somebody, pay them $15 an hour, have them log in once a day and just go through things before you do. I promise you it will free up your energy in such a beautiful, magical way. 
We all know that I'm such an advocate for lifelong learning, and that's why I love Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 20,000 classes in business, marketing, entrepreneurship, technology, and so much more. Whether you're trying to deepen your professional skill set, start a side hustle, or build your own business, Skillshare will keep you at the forefront of your field. I also love that it's a subscription-based service, but for courses. Pay one flat rate and unlock courses in every topic you can imagine. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for you, my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right. Skillshare is offering Gold Digger listeners two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 courses for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger. Special thanks to Weebly for supporting today's episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Weebly's mission is to help turn people's great ideas into successful online businesses. A website is your chance to put your best foot forward in your business. If you've got a product or an idea that you want to share with the world, check out Weebly. Visit Weebly.com slash Gold Digger and get 15% off your first purchase. That's Weebly.com slash Gold Digger. Number two is kill them with kindness. Now, I would say nine times out of 10, when I respond with kindness and let them know that, yes, I'm reading this. Yes, I am here. Yes, I am a real human being. I get an apology. But I mean, that's definitely not always the case. Sometimes I send back the nicest messages and I get more crap sent to me. But it's really important to handle these things. If you cannot just delete and move on like you should, because I know that's what everyone would tell you to do, but I can't do that. I got to respond. Are you kidding me? If you can't do that, then what I challenge you to do is to take space. You can draft up an email, make sure your name is in the to form so that you don't send it. You can draft up the nastiest email you want and send it to yourself if that's going to make you feel better. But I always take a full day before I respond. I need a little bit of space. I need a little bit of clarity. I probably need some fresh air and some puppy snuggles. But I always respond. I just have to. It's just something in me. I cannot leave it at that. And when you respond, you have to let it go. The ball is in their court. You might never hear from them again. You might get crapped on by them again. But whatever you choose, whatever you feel called to do, kill them with kindness. Show them that there are real people. There is so much cyber bullying and internet bullying and Instagram bullying and all that crap happening. And I think that people feel so safe behind their keyboards that they forget that there are real humans reading this stuff. And so I love to respond with kindness. And regardless of what I get back, it's always worth it. I know one of my sweet friends will send like a voice note back to them saying, hello, Mary, it's Jenna here. I got your email. And I think that is so, so awesome and also kind of hilarious. Now, one thing that Caitlin did when she started working for me was that she created a folder in my Gmail titled fan mail and having that folder of fan mail for the hard days, man, it is awesome. And so I click through it frequently, to be honest, I click through it on days that I need encouragement from you guys. I click through it on days where I'm just feeling uninspired. I click through it on days I'm feeling overwhelmed in this little folder 
reminds me that, yes, I can make a difference. Yes, I am worthy of showing up. Yes, I am teaching other people. And, and all of those things that these people shouted at me, they just fade. And so I think it is so incredible to create a little fan mail or print off messages that really keep you going, that remind you of your why. I seriously have the best tribe on the planet. And although I cannot personally respond to the hundreds of emails we get, I want you to know that I read them. I read them and I read them on days that I need it the most. And so if you have ever emailed me, I just want to say thank you because your email is likely chilling out in that fan mail folder and and really helping me out on those days that I want to quit. And so I think that what is so important is to focus on the good to delete the negative, literally delete it. You don't want to be able to find it. You don't want to be able to search for it. Delete it and move on. Move on. Your time on earth is so short, is so precious. Protect yourself. Number four is remember that it is a reflection of them and it is not a reflection of you, your worth, your talent, your work, your beauty, none of those things. This was the hardest, the hardest lesson I ever had to learn because the one thing that I've noticed and I I try to keep in my mind is that hurt people like to hurt people. And so when people are leaving these comments or sending these emails, I really go back to that and say they are probably hurting in their life. Every one of us is fighting a battle. Every single one of us, you today, my listener, you are fighting a battle. And knowing that these people are likely walking through a tough road puts it into perspective and helps me to move on from their cruelty more quickly. I have had to figure out my energy. I've shared this on the show before, but I struggle with having really low energy. I sleep like 10 hours a night and I'm still exhausted. And and I'm working so hard with medical professionals and, and people that specialize in this to figure out why. Why am I tired all the time? But what the point is, is that I have learned to choose where my limited energy goes to. Does it go into serving and showing up for people like you? Does it go into battling and responding to the haters? Does it go into defending my worth? Where am I putting it? And I have to, I have to cling to the fact that these people have to live with themselves and their beliefs about me because it's not how I define myself. It is not the energy. And with that, I have to spend energy figuring out what that inner dialogue is going to look like because it is really easy to put nasty comments on repeat in your head. You are fat. You are ugly. You are unworthy. How did you marry that man? What does he even see in you? You are too aggressive. You're too strategic. All those things could be playing on a loop in my head and sometimes they do. But I choose to spend my energy saying I am worthy. I am enough. I am making an impact. I can make a difference. I am a change maker. And so I have had to do a lot of hard work and I've had to look very deep within. Why do those comments hurt so bad? Why do I remember them verbatim? Why is my brain bringing them front of mind? And then choosing, choosing, making that choice to change that inner dialogue, to change that conversation, to reframe the way that I'm speaking to myself and to remember that it is a reflection of them. And it is not a reflection of me. 
Number five is this. If you are pleasing everyone, if you are out there and you want to be the right person for every single person, you are probably pleasing no one and you are likely not pleasing yourself. (laughs) Here's the thing. You are not going to be able to make everyone happy. These people that take the time out of their lives to write a mean message, they are not your people. They're not. They're not my people. They're not your people. They're probably not anyone's people because I don't know anyone that likes these people. But I want for you to figure out how you can focus on the ones that are there. And the fact that everyone is not going to love you or your message, it means that you're making a difference. If you are repelling people, it means that you have meaning. It means that you are showing up in a way that says, this is who I'm attracting and this is who I'm repelling. And I am not for everyone, but I am for these people. Okay. And so many marketers talk about attracting or repelling, but so few do it because we want to be liked. It is our human nature to desire to be liked. But I realized for so long, I wanted to be the right photographer for every single client. I wanted, I wanted to be the right person. I wanted to be liked by everyone. I wanted to prove those people wrong. And in turn, I was just becoming someone I thought that I needed to be. I was turning into the person that they said I was because I didn't know who I was anymore. And so you have to tune into your why. You have to live that out boldly. And you have to understand that if you are getting hate or criticism, it is likely because you are changing the world. Okay? I don't know any leaders out there that don't get critics. None. Those people that you admire, those people that you're like, oh my gosh, they have this many followers or they get this many comments or they have this many readers or they've sold this many books. We are all battling these critics. And the true strength comes from standing up and saying that does not define me. I will define myself. Thank you very much. Now, one thing that I have learned that has taken a little bit of time is that I don't delete the mean comments anymore. I leave them up. Because I have truly learned to understand that it reflects that person more than me and it creates this ability for my tribe, my people to defend me, to stand up for me when I don't feel like fighting for myself. So I used to always just delete those like, oh my gosh, I can't believe somebody said that about me. That is so embarrassing. I don't want anyone else to see that. And I just let it fly. Because people are valid of their opinions. I think I don't want to take that away, but I also want to create a tribe that understands and loves me for me and that will not let people walk all over me. Now, this episode is interesting. I mean, I don't know anyone that wants to get on air and talk about the things that people say about them, but the more that I do all of this, the more that I do these big things, the more eyes I have on me, on my life on my body, on my marriage, on my business. And putting yourself out there, you open yourself up for criticism. But I have to remind myself that when you are doing the big, hard, scary work, people are going to notice. And sometimes it won't be the right people. But when you can sincerely learn to focus on the good, to keep your heart open and to protect your energy to be poured into the right things, you will be more convicted in your message and you will be more prepared to fight for what you really believe in and stand up. 
Gold diggers, thank you for letting me share my heart. Thank you for letting me share some of the crappy things that happen when you're doing things like I'm doing. But I want for you to know that if you are standing and looking adversity in the face, that you are not alone. And I want for you to take these five tips, put them to use in your life and in your business. Put boundaries in place. Kill people with kindness. Have a folder of fan mail or messages that mean the world to you. Remember that you have a limited amount of energy and you choose where you're spending it and focus on pleasing yourself and that calling that is living in your heart. I am so thankful to have you in my tribe, the people that cheer, the people that comment, the people that leave reviews, the people that remind me that this is all worth it. Because when I started this, I never dreamt that any of this would be happening. That's the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you, my friends, are the good. And so until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And you know what I want for you to do today? I want for you to go out and encourage your encouragers because they are likely facing scrutiny and criticism. And I want for you to send some love into the universe to remind them that what they are doing matters. Okay? Go out and do that for me, and I will connect with you super soon. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.